Hey, this is Ellie, and you're listening to episode 67 of In Todd We Trust, Quarantine Edition, the podcast that reviews the most popular movies and also gets off topic. Today we will be discussing Project Power. So it, great. <laughs> when I get like on a tangent and start talking a, a lot or get really excited about something, I always talk loud. Um, okay, got the notes going. All right, we're going to go ahead and get started. Welcome to episode 67 of Entire We Trust, quarantine edition. Uh, so we'll be reviewing movies on streaming platforms instead of uh, actually in theaters until theaters are open. And it's, I guess, socially acceptable for me to go. I don't want anyone judging me for going to the theaters too early. <laughs> um, you can still check out the podcast at itwtpodcast.com. Uh, you know what? Not a lot of traffic on there. So if people could go on. You know, I have friends that will ask me, and they listen all the time, and they'll be like, you, you, I didn't know you had a website. And I'm like, what? like, do you not hear the first part of every episode? <laughs> um, so just go to make me feel better, even if you don't click around. But uh, itwtpodcast.com, spoiler-free one-sentence reviews are on there. In movie ratings, uh, if you're in a, a rush and don't want to listen to the full podcast, uh, episode description, song of the week playlist, and movie soundtrack playlist, submission form to be a guest on the show, um, and you can listen and watch the podcast every Thursday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube, uh, and Amazon, I think, now, too, as well. I just submitted to go on Amazon because now they have their own podcast platform thing. Oh, so. that's cool. Yeah, so yeah, getting fancy, So, uh, so yeah. Uh, we have Ellie on the podcast today. Excited to have you on and join us. Uh, how's life? It's, uh, you know, it's good as it can be in quarantine. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's not, it hasn't been horrible. It hasn't been horrible. Uh, there are certain things that I like miss randomly throughout the day and I'll be like, man, I forgot about like, you know, movies being one of them. Yeah. Um, but just like sitting inside a restaurant, all that stuff, especially today, like today where it's really hot outside um ellie is ranked number one model in san diego actually fun fact um we don't have to we don't have to get into like who ranked it right but number one right we'll roll number with one. It. i feel like there's so many times where i see things that are ranked up like movies for instance uh where you see like a preview um on a commercial and it's like number one movie in america and yeah. it's like is every movie number one movie in america like how like, who comes up with the ratings it's like i don't know there's like a tweet that's going around talking about how is every author than yeah New yeah York i saw Times that <laughs> i like that the other day yeah no that's that, i mean so true though like i feel like every there's a guy and 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 this is no shade to him uh he he's not gonna listen to the podcast but <laughs> friends of his might listen to the podcast guy i went to college with uh played football um i think he's actually still i think he's on a team now he's got um to to a camp in the nfl but anyway oh, cool. just wrote a just wrote a book um like last year or something like that and was promoing it for last several months and I saw that he's like a New York Times bestseller. And I'm like, are you though? Like, I mean, no, right. no shade, but like, <laughs> who, when, like, is it, do you just have to be there for like a day or like for like in, for an hour, you got a bunch of downloads. So like for that moment, you were the number one top. Yeah. Seller. Like, like what's the, what are the qualifications to yeah. make you a bestseller? Like, yeah, did you really like, sell the, sell the best? Come on. Like, <laughs> like, did you buy the book? Like, are we verifying right. the, the, the buy? You know what I mean? Like, it's like voter fraud. Like, I mean, is it like <laughs> just you? Like, you know. So, um, so yeah, so I don't know, but anyway, number one model, we're going to stick with it in San Diego. Uh, and you've only been modeling for a couple of years, right? Since you've been in San Diego, right? Yeah. Yeah. About th- coming up on three years. Coming up on three. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. 
um, from the Bay Area originally. Originally from the Bay Area, that's um, right. And you've been in San Diego for three or four. For four years, for yeah. For four, okay, got you. Ellie has been providing me with a list of, an expansive list of food places to check out yes. in San Diego. Um, I still need to write down the places you tell me because you like, you'll throw them out and I'm like, okay, wait, I forgot already. Like, Listen, the, I'm all about like, I go off on different tangents. So yeah. like, I think of 10 <laughs> restaurants and then you would ask That's me, how like, it was, yeah. hey, what are those things? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't remember what I told you. Yeah, nope. But there's so many great restaurants in San Diego and like, obviously not all of them are available right now, but yeah. But we're lucky to be able to quarantine in a place that's so beautiful. Oh, I was thinking sure. about this winter is going to be <laughs> brutal for some people yeah. living on the East Coast Ugh. or anywhere where it's going to be cold because we will not have to deal with that. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I feel bad for people living. I mean, I, I just moved from Michigan, so I definitely yeah. can empathize with that, especially for business owners. I mean, like those people where... Uh, the businesses right now, like restaurants, gyms, things like that, that are being able to operate oh outside. I didn't even think about that. In colder places, they won't be. I mean, here there's gonna they're gonna feel it a bit too. I mean, it, it is it's not you know hot throughout the entire year, right. but even when it kind of dips down, you can still kind of put some heaters out and make it work here. Right. Um. But in the Michigan, I mean, snow. You're not eating outside. You know, I mean, once you hit maybe October, there's no more eating outside. So that's how you can um, tell I'm from California because I didn't that thought did not even cross no, my yeah. mind. That did not <laughs> Have you even... seen snow? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 No. Okay, no. No. I'm. I'm. I'm big on snow. I just. It. I've just never lived full time in a place that yeah. has snow that comes in the winter. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. I'm, it's. Uh, you know, it's fun as a kid growing up, and then also yeah. getting like snow days and things like that. But. Uh, but definitely not my jam. Uh, <laughs> full time. Yeah. Definitely not my jam. Um, but yeah. Anyway, I am huge on food. Like speaking of restaurants. Uh, if you know me, like a majority of the things I'm motivated by are food. Like I feel like since quarantine, like I've obsessed over certain different, like, like actually my Cheerios that are up there on the, on the fridge. If you follow me on Instagram, then you've seen me post about Cheerios, Oat Crunch Cinnamon, like the last several months. And I've had like people reach out and be like, yo, are you like an ambassador? I'm like, no, literally I just, I went to the store one time switched it up, got some cinnamon oat crunch. And like, now nah, I just post about them all the time. And then like my <laughs> friends started eating some of the, like started going and be like, yo, I heard you, you know, I heard, these must be good. You keep posting about them. And they sent me pictures of them buying it. So oh then it just became God. like a whole thing um, out of nowhere. Just so an I, unofficial ambassador. Unofficial of... ambassador. I actually emailed them. Someone was, people were like, yo, you got to reach out to them. So I was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to reach out. So I actually sent them like a, a very good i thought it was a very solid email to <laughs> <laughs> well i thought i didn't get a response one solid so. email <laughs> well that was a solid email so to to their uh social media email account mm -hmm. which i'm gonna assume i'm gonna go out on a limb and say that they don't get a ton of emails every day so i mean the fact that i didn't get a response is kind of disrespectful in my eyes so cheerios if you're listening to this no i'm upset but i'm still buying the cereal <laughs> but anyway sent a very detailed uh, and thorough email about like how I wanted to work with them and telling them basically not that their social plan wasn't good, but I was telling them how I can enhance it. Right. I guess they didn't appreciate that. Um, <laughs> but anyway, still a huge fan of Cheerios. Um, also a, a couple other things I've discovered like here at the farmer's market, I've become a farmer's market person now. I've been to a couple before. Detroit has a pretty famous one uh quote unquote but um san diego has a lot in all of the do. different districts and they're all on different days they yeah it's great like pb's is today actually um they have these cookies that i'm obsessed with called caked there it's a place based in mira mesa okay. but you can also order them so anyone who's listening who's not in san diego you can order them uh they stay soft for forever i don't know how what they put in them but um 
but yeah, I have a really a bunch of really good flavors. I got like two cookies two weeks ago for the first time. Last week I got a whole box. So like I don't even know what I'm gonna do this week, but um, <laughs> but uh, but they're very good. Uh, Ruth salsa. She has salsa at the PB one and the Little Italy one. Very okay. good salsa. I have some here. If you like salsa, you can try it before you leave. I just might do that. Yeah, I do like salsa. <laughs> it's so good. Her her salsa is like the best salsa I've ever had. Um, yeah. So cider and juice, I've gotten into a, a lot at the farmers markets here. So like apple cider. Apple cider. Yeah. There's this place. <clears throat> I have to look up the name of the the farm, but um, they do cider. But they they have like cider, then they have like pomegranate cider, like with this apple and pomegranate. Then they have like apple and lemon, which is my favorite. Okay. They have like apple and cherry. Um, very good. It's very wow. good. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I tried it for the first time. Apple I mean, and cherry cider sounds bomb to it me. It is good. It's very sweet. It's uh, it is very good, and um, they're very nice. I mean, they I feel know like it's a now. great fall drink. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I've been drinking it throughout the summer, but it is a good, I mean, <laughs> it is, it is probably better suited. Like just they probably, on the season that you're drinking. Yeah, I think they just, I think they look at me a little weird too. Like when I walk up to the stand, like she knows me now. She's like, Hey, you're back for another, like, you know, <laughs> you getting a court today or, you know, cause I've been going faithfully every Saturday. Like I went one Saturday, they were already out and she like, she felt my pain. Um, oh no. But yeah, you're but they're very broken walking away. I was, I was a little salty, but, um, with your empty gallon jug. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Head down. Um, <laughs> But no, but so I've, I've been a huge farmer's market guy since, since I've moved here. So, and I, I got to go the OB one. I heard the OB one is really cool. The OB one's really good. Um, the North Park one is pretty cool too. It's actually like right by That's my right. house. Yeah. You're in Park, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's, uh, it's just, honestly, I've been to, I've been to a lot of them cause I've bounced mm-hmm. around different areas of, uh, of San Diego well, since living here and, mm-hmm. um, they're all great. Yeah. Then there's so, there's just, there's just so much good food in San Diego. Yeah, there I really just, is. Yeah. I feel like um, I feel like you just can't run out of it, and like people tell me like this is the best taco shop, and I'm like, you can't call something the best because I mean, one, if you've what happens is people go to like two, they find one they really like, and they just keep going there. So it's totally. like you're not really trying a multiple, and then also like there's probably so many different places around here that are just amazing and authentic, and well, and it's just I mean it like San Diego, we do we do Mexican food right, which yeah. is like I mean it's yeah. fitting, but like. It's, oh my God, there's so many great taco spots and like everyone, and like I am one who like, I don't stick to one specific one because I really yeah. like trying new food. That's yeah, that's like, smart. Like, like you, I'm really into food and I like obsess over it, but I obsess over finding food that I haven't tried before mm. and like new taco spots are where it's at because they yeah. make different salsas and different like sauces. Yeah. They marinate their meat differently. It's yeah. Like, oh. Tortillas are different. Like oh, it's, there's yeah. so many, yeah, so many factors. Um, all of the factors. Yeah. I, was say, I can go on like a whole, I could probably do a food. I could, there's a couple of things that I could totally do a, a podcast on besides movies. Food is one music yeah. is another, like those oh, three things I probably could talk about forever. Um, I did not know that about you. But music. Oh, music is one for sure. Music. Oh, okay. I like more than movies actually. Are you um, musically inclined? Like, are you talented? Do you play I, any instruments? I wouldn't or say sing? that. Uh, I did play <laughs> I, I do sing. I'm not a good singer, but I will sing. I, yeah. I say the same thing about yeah. myself. Like I sing not for the pleasure of others because it is yeah. definitely not a pleasure for <laughs> others to hear, but uh, definitely I enjoy it myself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely I'll put on a performance, though. Like if you know if we're on a like long car ride ever sometime, you'll get it. You'll get a, a performance. I, I'll have a set list ready. Okay. Um, yeah, it's not, like I said, it won't be good. I'm probably more of a performer <laughs> than anything. There's going to be a lot of like theatrics. arms, a lot of theatrics with it. Right. Like, so, but yeah, as far as the actual vocals, maybe not there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> yeah, not great. Um, other than that, how has quarantine been in general? 
Um, you know, I actually, you know, I mean, as, as much as it's definitely, there are like really great days and yeah. really bad days. I actually think that, um, it's given me a lot of perspective, mm-hmm. um, as to like the things that are important to me and the things that bring me happiness. Um, we're fortunate to live in San Diego where the weather's great. So I've been able to exercise a lot, which has been nice. Yeah. Um, it's, I feel like that's such an advantage of being able to go outside and be in the sunshine and be able to 100%, 100%. like, that's that, that I think has been a game changer is, you know, being able to stay at home, but mm-hmm. still be able to go outside and, right. and, you know, breathe fresh air and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I feel like I've managed. Okay. I still hope it's not going to happen for much longer, but right, for the right. foreseeable future, I don't see anything changing. Yeah, no, it's, <clears throat> you know, I said to a friend the other day, um, the longer it goes, the harder it is to actually picture it ending. Totally. Um, which is kind of, bleak, that's a great but... way of putting it. Cause I, I just, I like, I would love to say like, yeah, like I could do this for two more months, but I yeah. don't think it's going to be two more months. No, I think, you know, it's, it's very hard to picture it ending. And, it, and it's funny because at the beginning of it, um, everyone was just so hopeful. Oh, this would be two weeks or like, Oh my, like people were like, you all, you know, I saw like different tweets or different things on, on uh, social media where people were like, like, you know, obviously they're just telling you it's going to last till, you know, Mar or till May, but like, they're going to keep us in all summer. And I was like, that was just so unfathomable. It was totally. like, no, I mean, we've never seen, no one's ever seen anything like this in their lifetime. Anyone that's alive hasn't seen anything like this. So no, I was um, laughing. I was laughing at my sister because she had to celebrate her birthday in quarantine in April and my yeah. birthday is next month. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh, this is gonna be me too. Yeah, right. Like, hold on. This was it was funny when it was happening to somebody else, sure, but yeah. now it's not funny anymore. No, no, yeah, not not nearly as funny when it's on you. But uh, but yeah, it's it's just a weird time. Um, surfing update. So I I said last week I would start giving a, an update on my yes, adventure you did. surfing. Um, no real update. I'm still in the search. <laughs> <laughs> just figured I'd bring it up because I did promise a surfing update. Uh, I'm still searching for the right instructor. Um, okay. I just got to get, I just got to get an instructor who's free and open to teaching me. I know I could go out there. There's a ton of people I know who are just going out there and, and getting a board and just saying, all right, I'm just going to see like, you know, look up some YouTube videos. Yeah. I do want to get, I feel like the ocean's just nothing to, to toy around with. And it's not wow. something that you just kind of go and you're just kind of like, whatever. I kind of want to go in with someone who like is like not, not a professional, but is very well versed in surfing the ocean, things like that. And they give me like some sound tips, at least, even if it's just like we go two times and like, here's the things that you need to focus on, go off and do your thing. I'm so, so much the same way. I, yeah. so when I'm, cause I, I'm, I, I'm not afraid of the ocean. Yeah. I just respect that I oh, yeah. am 100% weaker than everything in it. Yes. You know? Okay. Yeah. I like that. And, like that. and so like when I moved down here, I was like, Oh, I really want to learn how to surf. Like that mm-hmm. was my like thing, but I didn't want to do like the same thing. Like I didn't want to look up on YouTube. Like I don't know. I don't know how to tell what currents right. are going to exist in the areas that I'm going to be in and like right. whether the weather is good for it or whether I should start with small waves or big waves or medium. Like, I don't know what the, you know, you, yeah, you just don't know. Same. And so, um, I, uh, actually had a Tinder date that like started out as a, like, Oh, I'll take me surfing. Surf- oh, man. And it was so much fun because oh, cool. learning from someone who knows the water yeah. is just makes it a better experience all in all. And like, they can tell when you're burnt out cause they've been burnt out before too. Right. So it was like, it was great. Cause it was just like someone who's happy to be in the water and happy yeah. to just chill and happy to teach you. And it was so much fun. Yeah. Oh, see, that's good. See, like, that's what I need to do. I need to go with someone who like actually knows what's up. Totally. Um, so yeah, so I'm still searching for a surfing instructor. If you're listening to this and you know how to surf and you're here, uh, <laughs> hit me up. 
It's a lot um, of criteria. <laughs> it is. It is. It is a ton. Maybe I'll start posting posters up like surfing instructor need it. Yeah. I feel like that would actually work in a city like San Diego. Absolutely. It would. Um, like a picture of immediately. Me just like, my thumbs up. Flyer. Um, yeah. Flyer. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like honestly, I, that would actually work because people are just so friendly and people probably look and be like, this is so funny. Like anyway, um, song of the week. <laughs> Um, what do you got for me? So, interestingly enough, I, so I listened, you told me that I was going to need a song of the week. Mm-hmm. And the song of the week that I had happened to be in the movie that we watched. What? Are you serious? Yeah. So, and I had picked this before I watched the movie. That's crazy. Um, I'm just trying to remember the artist's name and which is why I'm looking it up on my phone right now. You're good. I'm trying to slowly but surely make it over there uh high rises which was the last song in the movie okay i like lost my mind when it started playing because i was like there's no way i don't know how to that pronounce the artist's name yeah it's either chica or chica uh, it's we'll go, yeah. c-h-i-k-a oh, i think it's chica chica i-k-a yes i think it's chica yeah someone actually just sent me um i believe it's her um very that, talented artist. I've listened to other Yeah. I'm about uh, to Google to see if this is the same artist that someone just sent me. My friend Joelle just sent. Yeah, it is. Uh, her Tiny Desk concert. Um, yes. And, and asked me, hey, are you hip to her? And sent me her. Uh, and I just listened to her album, too. Like, um, I mean, I'm talking maybe two weeks ago at Max. Oh, how you funny. Just sent that. So, yeah, that's funny. So, yeah. So, I found this song. I think it was like I was listening to just like a radio of like random music Mm -hmm. and this came on and I was like, oh, I really like this song. And so I added it to a playlist and I've been listening to it nonstop for probably like a month now. Yeah. And so for me to and so I was like, oh, I was like, oh, this is a great song to pick because it's not something that's like in the mainstream necessarily. And then it played in the movie and I was like, I lost my I lost my mind. I was like, there's no way that that is crazy. This much of a coincidence. But yeah. And it's a great song. Yeah. And it was a great song for the movie too, which I thought was cool. Yeah, it did yeah, it definitely fit. Um it definitely fit with like what they were going towards. Like toward like towards the end I kinda like understood like the route they were going there. Yeah. Um, my song of the week, completely different vibe, which is funny. <laughs> Last week it was the same thing. Like I had a completely different vibe from our <laughs> song of the week, which is cool. Uh, is Midnight Sky by Miley Cyrus. <laughs> wow. Um, okay. I, yeah. So I, I really like Miley Cyrus as an artist, her as a person. I, sometimes I like her. Sometimes I'm like, what are you doing? Um, but anyway, I do like her music. Uh, her last album wasn't great, but the one before that bangers, what I thought was really good. So hopefully this has that same vibe. Uh, I feel like Bangers, um, side note about Miley Cyrus, uh, Bangers, I feel like got overshadowed by her like antics at the time, like, cause that was like the twerking mm, phase. Yeah. So during that, like, I think a lot of people just kind of were like rolling their eyes at her, even though the album itself, like it didn't need all the antics to go with it. The yeah. album, the music itself was really good. So it didn't necessarily need that to get the attention on it. Um, it did work though. People did listen to it. Uh, I think probably largely in part because of all the stuff she was doing and just being in the limelight. But, um, but yeah, anyway, I do like this single. Um, and we'll see what the album sounds like. Interesting. So, I have not heard the song, so I feel like I'm going to have to check listen it out. to it later. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely check it out. Uh, I love pop. So that's, so let me like, let me preface it with that too, is that like when you're listening to it, just know that I really, so if you don't like pop, then you might be like, eh, whatever. I really like pop and I like female vocalists, pop vocalists, probably okay. like my favorite genre, okay. um, oddly enough. So, uh, so yeah, so just keep that in mind when you're going to listen right. to it or whenever I give you music suggestions. Yes, absolutely. I will. <laughs> um, now we have random rapid fire again, my, probably my favorite part of the podcast. Are you ready? 
I mean, I feel like I don't have a choice. So. Yeah, yeah, you don't have a choice. Yeah, I, I asked, are you ready? Just kind of like rhetorically, because it's like you're, we're going to do happening, it. It's happening. So yeah, it's happening. Uh, did you try to think ahead and be like, "Ooh, is he going to ask me?" No, I. But I. But I purposely didn't do that because I purposely okay. wanted to be like, I want to be caught off guard by these questions because that way I feel like I'll answer more honestly. I don't yeah. know. All right. But. Well, good. Uh, if you had a pill that could give you any power for five minutes, what would it be? Ooh. Oh, I probably should have thought that that would be That's one of them. That's an easy one, yeah. Um, par- I feel like it would be like reading minds, mm. but like I would want to be able to control when I did it. Gotcha. Because like I don't want to hear everybody's thoughts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? saying? Like yeah. I don't want to think, I don't want to be too far into it. Either that or I think it'd be cool to fly, but I don't know. I feel like. Five minutes, you better check that timer. I you mean, know, it's, yeah, true. <laughs> you just drop out the sky. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, I think, uh, I think it would have to be reading people's minds. Reading people's minds. That's a good How about one. you? Um, out of curiosity. Uh, reading people's minds is a good. I feel like I just wouldn't want to know something that I don't want to know. Like I think, like, ooh, I want to know this, and it'd be like, you find out, and you're like, oh no. <laughs> or if you like read like your parents' minds, like, man, I hate Todd, but like, I guess I'll put up with him. And it's like, oh <gasps> no. <laughs> like, no, I didn't want to know that. <laughs> I want, I want you to, I want to believe that you love me. Uh, and both of my parents do. I'm just joking. But like, that's just one that like, that would be like, oh my gosh, I didn't want to know that. Uh, what is something that I would want for five? I mean, the five minute limit makes yeah, it tough. It does that's make, what it, makes tough. it tough. Reading minds is actually a really good one. Uh, cause that's like a temporary one. I don't want to read minds all the time. Right. Yeah. And it's something that you can kind of get what you need to get out of it in five right. minutes. Exactly. And you can, and you can strategically be like, I'm in a situation where I want to know exactly what I need to know yeah. about this. Yeah. Versus uh, like maybe telepathy, maybe moving things with my mind. Ooh, that would be a good one. That is five. that is definitely a good one. Yeah. So maybe maybe that would be mine. Um, if you could be any animal for a day, what would it be? Ooh. Um, aside from like animal abuse and that kind of thing, I love elephants. Okay. Um, uh, you did Ellie the elephant. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like I just got to, I got to touch an elephant for the first time this year, which was amazing. Yes. Um, and I just think that they're, they're very like kind creatures and Mm -hmm. I feel like they're very peaceful and like, it's kind of the gentle giant thing. And I think that's like a beautiful concept is something that's, um, that is powerful and strong, but chooses not to like hurt. Yeah. I don't know. I think that that's like a cool concept. That is cool actually. And so I feel like being an elephant would be cool. Yeah. Um, if you were a detective, who would be your partner and why? Ooh, like what celebrity or like what person no, in my friend, life? Person or? in your life. Yeah. Ooh, I feel like it would have to be my mom. Okay. Um, my mom always, she's always thinking like, okay, but what are other people thinking? She mm. definitely is really, really good at putting herself in other people's shoes. Got it. And I feel like that's a great like partner great great partner quality for sure yeah um especially when you're trying to solve some type of crime or mystery exactly uh have you ever taken an unknown substance without knowing the side effects until after no not that i know of (laughs) (laughs) um no not that i know of okay not that I can think of. I'm trying answer. to. I'm trying to think. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> if you were kidnapped, uh, who would you call to save you? Ooh, my sister for okay. sure. For sure, my sister is a planner. She knows how to execute. She like, 
like if there's anything that my sister does she gets things done okay so i feel like if i called her and i was like here's the deal yeah i'm in trouble she'd be like oh no you're not i'm done i'm here whatever you're (laughs) out like it's all yeah it's good to and have she's her. like a good negotiator too so if she got Ooh, into trouble got i feel it, yeah. oh yeah she's all good at like convincing people she would convince people to like let me go she'd be like you don't even want her there she talks yeah. too much <laughs> <laughs> she might be a good third to add to that detective right team, honestly yeah um if you were guaranteed a passing grade for a class would you rap in front of the class absolutely yeah <laughs> i felt like i would rap in front of the class just, anyway, yeah. <laughs> just walk in unsolicited yeah. uh what uh what is your favorite sushi flavor Ooh, favorite slushy flavor? I always I f- ask my guests this. Like the the blue raspberry. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like it's a you know it's or or the wild cherry. I'm a standard flavor kind of girl. I okay, like yep. the I like the the straightforward. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm I'm one of those people who like I like to you know like let it melt and then have all just like the the sweetness at the bottom. And yeah, yeah. I have a bad sweet too, so I can empathize with you there. Yeah, um, I feel that. If you had to rewatch the same movie for the rest of your life, what would it be? Mm. you know because you 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 ask all your these two yeah these last two hours so this one it did make me think about like oh what would i watch i think it would be the movie 42 which is about jackie robinson um that was actually i think i think chadwick boseman's like first big role i don't know if he had anything before that but that was when i discovered him yeah um it was before he was Black yeah. Panther and, you know, got all these amazing other roles, which is yeah. totally deserved. And he's an incredible For actor. Sure, yeah. um, but I just I fell in love with the way that he took on that role. And because he was in my eyes, he was kind of more of an undiscovered actor at that mm-hmm. point. Yeah. I felt like it was such a great story to be like, I, I don't know. I think that there's times when roles are given to actors that have already um kind of had their claim to fame and Mm -hmm. so then I can't unsee them in other roles yeah and I felt like it was such a great opportunity for him to just be that and just kind of live in that role and I I just I fell in love with that movie and also that was um I watched that movie while I was taking my first film class uh in the high school that I went to you Hmm. instead of taking your English class your senior year you could take film analysis that would have been dope I would have definitely opted for that yeah and um and it was such a cool class that just made you think differently about movies where yeah. you just you thought about shots and about lighting and about the way that scripts worked. And I had never watched movies in that sure, way. Yeah. And so um, I watched that movie while taking that class. And I just feel like it gave me kind of a different experience of watching a movie, which I yeah. really, really liked. That is cool. Um, but yeah, I would definitely watch that movie. I've watched it probably over 42 times. So <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I have never seen it. Fun fact. Yeah. <gasps> We should watch it together. I would yeah, watch it again. I'm down. I'm down. Yeah, I need to watch it. Um, I almost, you I know, it's like funny. Chadwick. I almost suggested that to be the movie. Really? When you said, do you want to be on this podcast? So I was like, maybe I'll suggest a movie. But I was like, yeah. ah, I should do something that I haven't seen before. So yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been, a, well, I would have looked it up to see if it was available on a streaming platform, probably just so that if people wanted to watch it, they could watch it for free. True. But I don't know. I might, I might expand depending on how long this quarantine lasts. Who knows what I'm right. doing with movies. Uh, but yeah, I I was about to say about oh Chadwick yeah he's he's a really good actor mm-hmm. um and I feel like yeah he just kind of like became the staple for a lot of those type of roles but um but yeah I do I do like Chadwick yeah I think I think he also one of the things that I that I look for in actors that I support is um, people who carry themselves well off screen and mm-hmm. I feel like he's one of those people who just like Absolutely. I like the way that he conducts conducts himself in interviews and yeah, agreed. he's just yeah. 
yeah. all around great guy. Yeah. As uh, you know, cause I know him so well. Right. Exactly. <laughs> he's, he's a friend. He's your homie. Yeah. I'm about to say, yeah. It sounds like, yeah, you guys are homies. <laughs> um, maybe he would be your detective partner. Right. Actually, what is the movie? I reviewed a movie where he was a detective recently. Well, I can't, uh, 21 bridges. Uh, oh, I haven't seen that. It's not bad. It's not bad. I'm trying to, I looked at my, you know, okay. So sometimes I review movies and I'll remember them like kind of fondly in my head. And then I'll go back and look at my like review of them. I'll be like, wait, I didn't review it that well. And I was like, wait, am I missing something like that? I, but that was one that like, I remember fondly, mm-hmm. but like for whatever, I remember not like giving it the best review at the time. Maybe it's just the experience of like forming your own opinions that you remember fondly. Yeah. That, maybe that, yeah. You only remember the good stuff. I yeah. guess. So. Anyway, uh, getting into this movie, we have project power, uh, went up or quick description for IMDb. Uh, when a pill that gives users unpredictable power for five minutes hits the streets of New Orleans, a teenage dealer and a local cop must team with an ex-soldier to take down the group responsible for its creation. Uh, release date was August 14th. Just came out. Notable cast, Jamie Foxx, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, uh, Dominique uh, Fishback, and Machine Gun Kelly also in it as well. Uh, director was Henry Jost and Ariel Schumann. Um, they also did uh, Catfish Together, the doc, not the series. Uh, Paranormal Activity 3 and 4, and uh, Mega Man, which is announced but has not released yet. I think it's coming out next year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, this movie was filmed in kind of an odd way. Um, just just some of the shots they chose, and there's a lot of panning in and out and rotating the camera. So I think it must have been, just, just looking at what they've done in the past, kind of experimenting a bit, because obviously Paranormal and, and, and Catfish are documentary style. Right. So um, you don't have a lot of creativity there as far as like the shots you get yeah so um i don't know i'm, I'm curious too to see Mega Man when it comes out to see if it's kind of similar to how they film this one what's that, the premise of Mega Man? uh i haven't seen the actual like description but Mega Man i know is is the video game it was a game boy game that i love playing oh, okay. um but yeah so Mega Man is a, is a video game so i guess they're taking the video game making a movie out of it yeah which doesn't always go well. I can't even think of an instance where that did go well in <laughs> cinematic history, but we'll see what happens. And I'm sure it's probably going to be, it's going to be an action movie and it's probably going to be kind of wacky. So I'm sure they'll probably test out some of these camera angles there too. Yeah. Uh, writer for this was Matson Tomlin, who is also uh, slated to be the writer for the Batman, which is going to come out in 2021. Uh, Robert Pattinson. So, um, so yeah, so he's gonna be in that. So I'm, I'm kind of worried about that Batman film. I love <laughs> superhero movies. Um, I can't see him, Robert, in that role, but um, but we'll see. Yeah, I like superhero movies as well. And when I heard about him getting yeah. cast for the role, I just you know, he's he's very like Harry Pottery for me. Where yeah. I'm like, once you've played that kind of role, I'm just yeah. like, ah, like. Yeah. I don't know if you can be Batman. No, I don't want sad boy Batman. That's yeah. not what I'm looking for. I mean, and I already, I just read something the other day that was saying how this Batman is going to focus on like his trauma, like Batman, like oh. Bruce's trauma. And I'm like, come on. Okay. That's not what. That's it, very Robert Pattinson. That, it, oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I was like, I already knew that was going to be the route right. they're going to go where he's just like this sad guy in the Batcave, like smoking a right. cigarette. Like I can already see it. Like he's going to, like he already said that he's not going, like he's not working out. Like he hasn't been following his workout regimen because he's like, we want to see like a real superhero that's not like super buff. And I'm like, okay, I don't want to see. Then like, create a new superhero yeah, that's like that. Don't exactly. do not do this to the original. I don't know. I that Yeah, I that I have I an issue with, with where it's yeah. like, 
they already have those original backstories for yeah. these like characters. Like you can always create new superheroes. Yeah. Like no one's saying that you can't make a you know like Lamp Man or something. Yeah, right, you know yeah. whatever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like I don't know. You just I yeah. That's exactly how that, I feel. I feel I feel weird about about people making new backstories to like reinvent the same superhero when it's like it can just be who that just was originally. It, it's cool. We like that superhero. You want to create something new? Like you said, go ahead and do that. But anyway. Yeah. I'm um, not excited about that Batman. I have, or I'm, I'm nervous about, it, I should say. Uh, Runtime for this movie, an hour and 53 minutes. Um, so going into the movie, mm -hmm. um, obviously I shot you a text. First of all, I called it the wrong movie when I when I asked you if you wanted to review it. I called it Power Project. <laughs> and Ellie very, very nicely said, do you mean <laughs> Project Power? Because if so, I'm down to review that. <laughs> I like I was sitting here and I just like laughed out loud. I was like, oh my god, like and I'm staring at it like on, right. on Netflix. Um when I asked you. So I don't know, I just I got it wrong. Um but anyway, what were you thinking like when I asked you and if had you heard of it before me asking you and looking at it? Um, hadn't heard of it. Um I I've mentioned this to you. I'm mm -hmm. not a movie person. Like right. it's, you know, my instinct is always to say like, Hey, like let's play board games or right. let's, you know, do. And I, I really, really enjoy movies, but it's just never my idea. And so yeah. that's, I think why I was so excited. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh, someone else is forcing me to watch a movie. You're and right. this is great. Cause I don't have to choose it. And I hate choosing things. Yeah. Um, I had not heard about it, but the premise of it is cool. I like the idea of, you know, the analysis of what it what it looks like to um to have a you know a pill be distribu distri distributed yeah. distributed i don't know how to it's pronounce right, yeah. words but yeah, it's sorry. fine um distributed <laughs> and gist. you know kind of the abuse of power that comes with superpowers which is yeah. you know talked about in a lot of superhero movies um but it's when it's distributed so widespread mm -hmm. and the side effects aren't necessarily uh known yeah known um or even really considered beforehand um is really really fascinating mm -hmm. it the movie started off very quickly yeah they jumped right into they it. jumped right into the storyline which is like maybe it's just most of the movies that i watch aren't like that but a lot mm -hmm. of a lot of movies that i watch are you know you're like panning through a city with a bunch of credits going through and yeah. then you're like kind of getting to know the one main character yeah this one it was like you were thrown in yeah and you it it took me you know personally like 15 minutes to even figure out who the main players of this movie were yeah it was uh i, I don't blame you for that because i blame them uh, for that, I, I have some I have some strong opinions about this about this movie and just Me the too. way they did the the way they did the story. Um, going into it, I didn't know much. I didn't know anything about it. I literally, I hit you up about doing the podcast last week, and um, I was like, okay, I got to figure out like what kind of movie. And sure enough, going I'm like, okay, let me like kind of scroll through because again, I wanted to do something that's been on a streaming platform, so either Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Video. HBO, something to that effect. Mm -hmm. um, and I kind of like the idea of doing original movies too on those platforms. Uh, that way it's not just like, you know, a movie that we've seen or an old movie that's just on HBO, mm -hmm. but, you know, original content um, just so it's newer. And um, yeah, I don't know, just, just kind of like that idea. Um, and there's been some good content that's come out during quarantine. And just in general, I think the streaming platforms have done a good job of coming out with good movies here and there. They, there's some misses. Um, 
But anyway, going into this, I didn't really know much about it. I just literally turned on Netflix, saw that was a new movie on Friday. Boom. Okay, Jamie Foxx. Big one. Let's chat about it. Um, looking at it briefly at the previews, it reminded me of Limitless. I don't know if you've ever heard of that with Bradley Cooper. where it was Heard a, of it, but I didn't see it. So just really quickly, it was, it was about Bradley Cooper and um, – they they have this pill. There's this pill creator where if you take it, you have access to a higher percentage of your brain power. Cause I, I can't remember the exact percentage, but I guess humans only access like a very small percentage of our brain. Yes. Um, and that's an actual fact. Yeah, and I think then, it's like ten percent or something. I think it's ten so <laughs> Um It's crazy, but like this pill would allow you to like utilize whatever. Let's just say thirty percent, forty percent, or whatever. And it kept going. You know, depending on like how what your dosage, you could access more and more, mm-hmm. which would allow you to like do all this again become limitless do all this crazy stuff anyway right. that's what i thought of when i initially saw this movie um also when i saw jamie fox i thought okay jamie is a very hit or miss guy in terms like jamie is very talented in his own um yeah he's, he's an incredibly talented actor incredibly talented actor but singer the, person but, but the roles he takes are very hit or miss They're very, yeah the roles he takes are hit or miss um and a very funny he's a good comedian i mean he's just one of the i mean there's i've heard this conversation argument before that he's the most or one of the most talented people um on the planet like i know drake has made that statement before about jamie fox mm-hmm. he really looks up to him and said he's the most talented person on the planet um and it's it's hard to it's he's one of those people that you have to put in that conversation childish gambino is another person that yes i've heard in that conversation which yep. i totally agree with i agree um, with that as well Great singer, rapper, actor, writer, yep. all of the above. Comedian. Uh, comedian. Um, so, yeah. So, I definitely put him in that category. But, yeah, again, the roles he chooses are interesting. Um, but, yeah, also, I didn't ask this, too, in the in the random rapid fire. Um, but something I wanted to ask. Would you take the pill? Looking at this movie, would you, would you take the risk and take it? Given that I was in the same position that they were in or just in general? Just casually, just out walking. No. It's, nope. No. I'm, like... <laughs> I I don't know that you and I have had this conversation before, but like I'm someone that like I am kind of high on life. I'm I'm a pretty positive person and I yeah. really, really enjoy um, other people. I would say that's actually the hardest part about quarantine for me is like yeah. the, the lack of um, social interaction has been hard. Yeah. But like I get high off of interactions with other people. I really enjoy being in social environments. So I don't really drink. Yeah. I don't really do drugs i just i really enjoy life yeah and so i feel like because of that i don't have anything against people who do certain things like this but like i don't really feel like i don't feel all that curious about these things because i just think that it's like if i'm chilling off of what i got now i don't want i don't want to I don't want to take away from the things that I already enjoy. I guess right. if that makes sense. That's yeah. what that, I like kind of have a fear about, um, about like doing something that I'm then chasing. Cause I like, I love adrenaline, yeah. but I, I, I work my way up to it so that I'm never like chasing something that's too big for that. I can, that I can't handle kind of thing. Yeah. No, I, no, I agree with that. I, uh, I've never thought about it in that context is funny, but I, I don't drink or do drugs either. Um, but, uh, and for me, it's just never really been curious about it, to be honest with you. Like, as far as drugs go, um, I've just never, it's always just the thought of like, okay, I never want to be addicted to something. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a huge thing of just feeling like I need something to be able to function. Exactly. I don't even drink coffee. And it's like, I yeah, just, I don't, I, I don't drink coffee either. I drink, yeah, it's just the thought of like, you know, okay, I, I need a cup a day. Then you need two cups. And then now it's like, I need five cups or I can't function. And now I need 
two shots of espresso mm-hmm. and like, or I need energy drinks or I need, you know, a bang or a monster. Okay. I need four monsters before 5am. Like, again, it just continues to progress. I just don't like the thought of like needing that. And it's like, you know, if I can just get away with just drinking water and juice from the farmer's market, then cool. <laughs> so, um, and I, yeah, I think that like, that's sort of how I think too, is I'm like, I, I have my like, not addictions, but you know, I have my things that like are my little things that I treat myself oh, yeah. to. Cookies, and I, I, I can't, yeah. Right. No, like for, for me, like I, Ice cream. Well, yeah. I love that shirt actually. She, Ellie, for those listening, not watching, she has a shirt that says, uh, speak fluent ice cream. Yes. Uh, which, uh, yeah, I love that. Um, but yeah, my, my like indulgence, my sort of addiction is chips and all my uh, friends are like, I love, I love crunchy things. Like yeah. anything that crunch Like I love carrots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Random, I have but carrots and chips. Well, so it's for, and you have salsa <laughs> and I have salsa. You're so. just, you're killing the game. <laughs> but like, I, I like love crunchy things. And so the way that I kind of think about it is like my dad is a coffee fiend. He will drink a pot of coffee a day. And like, that is his thing for me. It's, I really want to be able to go to a restaurant and enjoy the entire basket of chips for myself. Like I, I always ask, I'm always, we'll get to a restaurant. I'll be like, just do a second basket already we're just gonna keep it coming because yeah. like that's that's, that's nice my thing, thing about mexican restaurants here oh. and anywhere in general but like because Free here the chips. salsa are different yeah so good yeah it's the it's probably the best part about going to mexican restaurants fill up off the chips and then by the time the food comes out it's the bonus i know um and then you get to take stuff home and then yeah. you get to enjoy it for the next yeah. day <laughs> <laughs> now you're making me now i'm about to like look up taco spots right like exactly. here, honestly <laughs> um there's so many i have to try uh <laughs> The opening, wait, go back, going back to the opening scene, because you're right, it did just jump into it. In Machine Gun Kelly, so. Which I didn't look up anything about this movie, so I had no idea he was in it. I didn't either, yeah. And so, yeah, that was just, that like threw me off immediately where I was like, oh, okay, this cast. And I didn't didn't know Jamie Foxx was in it either. Oh, really? Oh, so yeah, you didn't know, you just went right into it, yeah. I looked up you hit play you when you because <laughs> i heard about the movie so that's why that's why i corrected you on the name because i was yeah. like you didn't know <laughs> and then like literally the next time that i even like typed it into my computer was me going to watch it gotcha. and so i didn't know anything about the cast anything about the writers anything about when it came out yeah. nothing other than like clicking play <laughs> yeah sometimes it's best that way i like going to movies yeah. sometimes without knowing like there's so many times where i've seen this podcast before where like before going to the movie, like, I literally showed up at the movie theater and was like, I've sat in movies, not even intentionally. Like, I've sat in movies and been like, wait a second, what is this? All? Like, I know generally what it's about, but I'll look up IMDb while I'm in the theater. Right. Um, and be like, wait, what is, oh, they're in this? Okay, cool. Exactly. Um, Machine Gun Kelly, he popped up, and I literally, the first thought I had is, okay, does this dude have, like, a residency at Netflix? Because he's been in, so I don't know if you've seen, but I know you definitely heard about it because it was huge at the time, Bird Box. When it came out, I did not watch. I do, uh, do not do scary movies. Ah, I got you. And like when it when and when I that, say scary movies, I like anything with suspense. Oh, like even the movie that we watched, I was like a little bit like, oh, all right, lots of <laughs> things going on and it's fast paced and like, like I am such a wimp. Yeah. Like I get I get so like I I enjoy action. Yeah. And so that's a very fine line for me. Yeah. Between like action and absolute horror. So I'm wow. I'm very. So suspense, you're not you're not with suspense then or thrillers. It, <sighs> thrillers are different because sometimes I really enjoy psychological thrillers. OK. So like I re- like um the. Uh, Shutter Island. I was about to say Six Sense or Shutter Island, like those type. What do we so think about those? Shutter Island, I was forced against my will to watch, but it was really good. It is good, right? It's yeah. a really good movie. And so 
as I've gotten older, I would like to t- tell myself that I've gotten better because like it used to be like I couldn't even watch Harry Potter. Like it was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Like the, the movie that scarred me was Agent Cody Banks, which is not even a scary movie. What? So like, <laughs> <laughs> what the worst? I know. It's just like I, I, I just really get freaked <laughs> oh out goodness. by movies. And like, I think oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Agent Cody Banks. That's the one that set it off. The bald guy, when he crashes through glass, I felt like I was going to get kidnapped <laughs> for him for, by him for like three years after oh I watched goodness. that movie when I was a kid. Yeah. Scarred for life. It's fine. But <laughs> my, yeah. So my like, my scale has gotten stronger where I can handle certain movies and I really enjoyed Shutter Island and I would actually watch that again, even though it is a really kind of creepy yeah, and, and horror film. I really don't like things that jump out at you. Yeah. But I also really, you. really enjoy crime. Like, I love listening to crime podcasts. Okay. I love watching crime shows. Like, I'm all about it. So it's, it is a very fine line between what I can and can't handle. That is, yeah. I mean, that's, straddling that is, that's tough. Yeah. yeah. Figuring out what. <laughs> I'm more of a, I don't like things that jump out at you and, like, don't, I really don't enjoy, um, like, like, be, like, possess yeah, movies jam, yeah. or, like, demons or monsters. That's, that, that like, yeah. I'm not that a stuff kind of creeps me out. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of, of possession. But, you know, it's it's funny because I've said it on here too, but um, those type of movies are interesting, but I never actually like watching them because, well, two things. One, most horror movies are bad films. Like they're just right. written, written horribly. It's just all they use is shock value, music. Exactly, the um, adrenaline. The adrenaline, that's all they use, but then the actual writing's bad. And then also because I do believe in like possessions and things like that, like it's not just like a, oh, this is fake, this is stupid. I believe it. And like when they're like, oh, this is an actual story, like I'm like, yep, it totally happened. <laughs> and because of that, like it makes it too the real for me. The face you made you, you're like, yep, uh huh. Yeah, yep, for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Yep, they're like, it happened here in Tennessee in 19. I'm like, yep, it, it totally happened there. They saw this. <laughs> I believe that they saw this. And like, no, I want no parts of it. And so, yeah, so, but it is interesting because, uh, I, you know, I grew up and still am a Christian and, you know, it's, it's funny because there's so many people who are not necessarily, they might not even be religious, but be like, oh, I believe there's a God, but you know, again, whatever your religion is cool, but there's so many people who oddly don't believe in the other side of it, which is, I always thought that was kind of interesting and not to get super religious, but like, there's a lot of people who are like, I believe in like a higher power or a God or things like that. But then they're like, oh, well, I don't believe in like demons or like, I feel like it, I feel like if you believe in good, you have to believe in evil. Which is interesting because I also think that there's like kind of a subset of people who they'll believe in ghosts and demons and stuff like that, but then they don't necessarily believe in God. Yeah. Which is interesting. It is, yeah. So I just feel like that's interesting. I mean, again, you're you're entitled to your own beliefs and whatever reason, for sure. But I've always thought that was like an interesting dynamic. Um, But anyway, not to get all on (laughs) on horror movies (laughs) uh, and my interest in like in them, but also fear of them. the oh machine gun Kelly that's what I was saying with bird box <laughs> wow go from machine gun Kelly no to sorry demons. I took a real hard good. U-turn no, with that <laughs> you're good I mean that's literally half the podcast is getting off topic <laughs> but uh but yeah no he was like in bird box he was on the soundtrack for bright as well which is a Will Smith movie and um, that's right he was on the soundtrack for that so again I don't know what it is what Netflix sees in this guy but like um and not not dissing him because he's kind of creating a little small like acting career weirdly um, I don't like dissing him I don't really like Machine Gun Kelly no I'm not, I'm not really a fan no I'm not either okay, which great. is just yeah I'm, I'm not he's like has 
and he's like the same type of like young punk rocker. Like that's like his role every single time in these movies yeah. and in real life. So, um, <laughs> so I just don't know how he's like got his way and he must know somebody at Netflix or whatever. Um, but, and you know, Netflix is using for these big movies, uh, and kind of going off too about how Netflix I was going to mention it later, but applaud, I applaud Netflix and other streaming platforms for continually getting these A-list actors. I, Machine Gun Kelly is not one of them, but, <laughs> but, um, but Sandra Bullock, for instance, for Bird Box totally. or Will Smith for Bright. Absolutely. Um, or Jamie Foxx, even for that matter, Joseph Gordon-Levitt obviously is a huge name, but they're oh, yeah, continually, Paul Rudd, they have a couple of different things with Paul Rudd, a series and also a movie he was in mm-hmm. with Selena Gomez. But again, they have a ton of, ton of content. Not don't need to go through all the content that all these streaming platforms have. But when they started out, it was a really, really big deal when they got like Will Smith or like, totally. No, I mean, that. they've made a great transition into being able to have the budget for yeah. the, for films that, that hold a light or hold a candle. I don't know if what yeah, the term hold is, a but candle, yeah. hold a candle to, Films that are being made not by streaming services. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I thought that was really interesting um, and, and kind of cool to see just like their progression where it's not like when Will Smith Bright came out, it was a big deal. It, like I felt like, yeah. like I saw commercials. I saw billboards. Totally. Bird Box, same thing. I, yeah. I was, when Bird Box came out. And I was Bird Box working. like took over the U S like people, oh my goodness. everybody lost Social their mind. Media, of, yeah. It was right around, uh, Christmas all the memes came out. Twitter lost its mind. Twitter like. lost it. Instagram. I was in Mexico city for 10 days around the time when it came out, there were billboards. I mean, bus stops, everything side of buildings that yeah. of bird box. So it was a really big deal. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like they're getting Netflix is getting to the point in these streaming services in general, where it's not so much of a big deal. Like, Ooh, we got Sandra Bullock. It's like, Oh, we got Jamie Foxx. It was a movie that we didn't hear about. No promo. Right. Like I just oh, turned on TV, Netflix. And it was like, Oh, this just dropped today. Yeah. So it's kind of a, and not to say that, you know, may, they won't have big releases where they promo it more. Cause I don't think this was one of their big releases, but, uh, uh, Charlize Theron had a movie, what was, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it came out about a month ago and that was a big release, but it's becoming very commonplace that they yeah. have these big movies. Yeah. Um, it was in New Orleans, which I was hyped about because I love New Orleans. Uh, I think I've even mentioned this to you recently about how it's like my favorite place to visit literally because of the food scene. And I mentioned that it's the first place that I, the next like big city that I want to go to in the U S cause I haven't yes. been. Yes. Yeah. And you need to, it's uh it's great. I mean, I love New Orleans. I was kind of, and now I know because uh, I can take a pill there the, yeah, and right. I'll lose, <laughs> you know, whatever abilities I'll have. I might explode. You might explode. Yeah. yeah. Or you might have power. So who yeah. knows? So, you uh you take that risk, but they uh but I was kind of disappointed in this movie with New Orleans, um not with New Orleans with how they portrayed, portrayed New Orleans because it kind of just made it seem like it was a throwaway city where we're gonna test this drug out and they not didn't. to mention I don't think it really even felt like New Orleans it which is, which that that's what kind of bothered me yeah. is that could have been San Francisco could have been Detroit could have been, been Chicago could have yeah. been New York and it, they didn't really. There was no element that no. helped you to feel like you were in that city, which is what I like in a yeah. lot of movies because I think that their cho- the choice of a city is important, both in TV Huge. shows and in movies. Huge. It's, I mean, it's, it's everything. I mean, that's why you see so many movies. I mean, probably 90% of movies, but 90% of rom-coms are in New York. Right. And they romanticize New York. And it's a reason for that. Like, it's not just like we just chose New York just because. Like, it's a reason. But here in New Orleans, like, I mean, they didn't, 
harp on the food, the music, the culture, the history, architecture. Like, there's just so many things when you think New Orleans that pops out yeah. that they didn't even, like, harp on. So, I mean, they might as well have filmed this, like, got a, a cheaper budget and filmed, they filmed this in Cleveland. Like, you didn't have yeah. to, like you said, it could have been anywhere. Well, so. and I'll be honest, like, it's it's one of those things where it's like, you can't even tell if it was actually filmed in New Orleans. You Honestly, know what I mean? Yeah, like, there it, wasn't they, anything, yeah, it could have been somewhere else. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, 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 you know, and you were talking about, like, every rom-com is filmed in New York City, and it, it's you know, being from the Bay area, when things are filmed or set in San Francisco, I can tell cause I've yeah. been and I've spent time there right. in the same way that like when something is, you know, has the setting of Miami, you know, cause you know, those shots, you know, the lighting, you know, the way that they're, you know, For they're sure. driving on the streets and stuff like that. You know, that everything's flat, cars, you know? Yeah. And so the, the fact that it lacked setting bothered me. Yeah. Which I'm was it was it which was tough because they they threw you so quickly into the film that I just felt like it, everything was so jumbled that like there was no sort of like there wasn't a, like a base to stand on where no. I was like okay like at least I can follow this part of it yeah I'm with you um it was it was all over the place it um I didn't really understand I mean they didn't really even get into like what the pill was or like what the motive was behind like it or being how distributed they created it until really? like halfway through and even even halfway through the movie i mean we were well into the set the back half of the movie before they even like touched on it and even by the end we still didn't really get there were still so many unanswered questions and, and plot holes yeah like i honestly i honestly feel like they could have made a second movie to answer all those questions they, they should. shouldn't they shouldn't yeah they should <laughs> They shouldn't, no. but I feel like they could have. Oh yeah, they definitely have enough. They have enough content that needs to be covered. But, yeah, um, and they better not try to make a second. Mean, they would be fools to make a second one. Oh, absolutely. Um, not even based on reception from uh, the public, but just I feel like just common sense. They should be able to watch that finished product and go, "All right, yeah, we we let this one slide." Which I mean, I'm gonna guess based off of the lack of promo that they probably they know. Yeah, they probably know what they got I on think their hands. They knew. Um, so yeah, so maybe they just brushed this under the rug, saw the promo on Friday and, and they keep moving. Yeah. It's interesting with, um, just in kind of talking about like the unanswered questions and there's like backstory that I feel like got thrown in. Yeah. Um, one of the like lines specifically that bothered me was in, I don't know how spoilers work in this Oh, podcast, you spoil the whole thing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> great. Yeah. Um, when the girl, I'm so bad at remembering names of characters in movies, I just, yeah, but the main the girl, girl yeah. the young girl. Uh, Robin. Yeah. I had to write it down. I had to look it up today. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, when she's talking to Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character about like, no, he's trying to find his, when Jamie Foxx is trying yeah. to find his daughter or whatever, like Joseph Gordon-Levitt just throws in the comment of like, just because you were abandoned by your dad doesn't mean that like you can bring this into it. And I was like, her father hasn't even been mentioned no. <laughs> and we are halfway through the film. Like I get right. it. It's, it, you know, she has a single mom and her mom has diabetes. So like, yeah, but like even that wasn't like a big storyline either. Like her it's mom just, just thrown out there. has diabetes. Yeah. So she needs money for like a surgery or something. And I was yeah. like, I don't, I mean like I get that they needed, like she needed money and there needed to be like a motivation for that and stuff right. like that. But 
I feel like easily what could have covered that is like she's trying to get into college or she's, you know, like whatever, you know, like I there's mean, just so the- many things that she could have done. And it was just this weird comment that Joseph Gordon-Levitt threw in where he was like, you know, because your dad abandoned you. And then it was just never touched on nope. again, which made me so angry yeah. where it was like, it wasn't like <laughs> Jamie Foxx turns out to be her dad too or right. like whatever it was. Like obviously that would have been a very weird last yeah, thing, horrible, but like yeah. it's not like it was a one-time comment of your dad left and abandoned you. No, nothing up until this point has been relevant to that. And no. nothing after this comment is going to be relevant to that. No. But I'm just going to throw that in there for, for spice. Yeah. And I was like, th- that comment just made me so angry. It was, it, it's, it's wild, too, because it's like without the comment being followed up on, it almost just seems like just a random jab or like, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, like, was right. that just like a random, like, racist, like, you just pulled it out of the bag? Like, I, like where did that come from? Yeah. I, I Your daddy left you. That. Ha. Yeah. Blah. Done. And I was just like, um. And what, what made me mad is, like, I knew, I knew that they weren't going to follow up with that comment. Right, yeah. But I waited anyway. Yeah, right. I waited for them to say something about her dad later on. And it was just like, nope, nope nothing. Nope, you're not getting anything. I have so much to say about Joseph Gordon-Levitt, too. Not so much, but just, like some issues with a lot of issues with his character. Uh, Jamie Foxx. Well, I guess we'll go through each character and just, I won't say destroy, but talk about them <laughs> in the, in the context of the movie. Jamie Foxx. Okay. So <laughs> first of all, what, what is up with his fade? That's so irrelevant to the movie, but just like he had the worst haircut in this movie and I'm so mad about it. Was it was so hard to not concentrate on it. Yeah. It was a bad haircut. And I'm not even someone who's like particular about how people look in movies, but it, yeah. very, it, it was just odd. It was unnecessary. It was unnecessarily bad. Um, he's had some bad fades in like real life too. I mean, he's so anyway. He's had a lot of different hairstyles in his career. Yeah, I was which thinking he's about been that. around for a long time. But like, that is true because Jamie Foxx show he had the fro, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, he he has had a, a couple different styles. Now he has the the low cut. I, he's was he bald for a bit? Mm-hmm. I know he's been bald in roles, but yeah, I think he was bald for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so which I've always thought the bald move going bald with people who can easily grow full head of hair is always has always been a weird move for me like a thought oh, interesting like, yeah i've never i feel like it's a power move i guess uh, i, I mean, feel like <laughs> when i see guys that just shave their head and they're just like i'm just gonna do it and i'm just I, like that takes me by surprise and i'm like oh okay i mean respect if that's if that's your role you know i love my hair too much not even that like i'm i, mean, I don't obsess over same. it yeah right <laughs> I just like having like I just like my hair, so I that would be a tough one for me. Um, but yeah, I, he has had a, a lot of different, um, a lot of different styles. What I think the biggest thing about him for his character, you mean? Yeah, um, and I won't say the biggest thing. I, <laughs> I'll get to his his relationship with the with <laughs> with Robin in a moment, but the shrimp dialogue i think that was like where i was like i've i've had it with i'm i was i was pissed at the writers but then i was like, i'm pissed at you jamie for even saying this oh, the whole man. like pistol shrimp thing at the end where that was like his power where like he just does this explosion thing and he went he had that whole like monologue about like you know people think that like the lion is the toughest thing in the jungle but like actually the pistol shrimp and i was like what that's what you all came up with that was the big finale is that he's a pistol shrimp I, I was, they couldn't even like like throw in like scorpion like all right, right fine yeah. it's cliche but like at least it's like all right like it has some kids like a pistol shrimp like that was gonna be like I'm that a was sh- i'm a shrimp yeah <laughs> what you gonna do like it just it, yeah it was, it. it was it was it it came off as a scene that jamie fox did 
to mock a scene that he did for real where he was talking about scorpion yeah. like right, yeah, you right. know what i mean like it would be like one of those where it was like surprise i'm an ant like an yeah. ant almost like honestly would have been a better one because they're so strong but like yes but like it yeah that was very confusing it was also just such a like textbook corny speech where so there's corny. like he's he's tied up and and yeah. they've caught him but like you all everyone he knows he's sleeve, about yeah. to like yeah he has a trick up his sleeve that's a great way yeah, yeah it was like it was oh my gosh that was like so cringe and that i mean at that point i was already over it anyway but then like, you just the add that i'm like oh my goodness you gotta be kidding me uh joseph gordon levitt and then we'll circle back around to, to jamie mm. at the end um so okay so every movie has a every crime detective drug movie literally every single one has a dirty cop every single one um i thought it was weird though that in this movie he's not the dirty cop yet he's the dirty cop that's like who's using the drugs that he's, he's arrested yeah before. he's using the drugs i have uh, yeah i mean i actually think it's a cool concept his relationship with robin where he's like sort of using a kid to help him help get the drugs off the streets. Like I, I thought that was kind of a cool premise for a movie completely yeah. separate from the storyline yeah. that we just watched. <clears throat> yeah. But like, it, yeah, it was just such this weird backstory of like, he's trying to get the drugs off the streets, but he's using the drug. He's also, yeah. <laughs> and like, he's using the drug every time, every time. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's just weird. And like, you're right. Yeah. Like he obviously spoiler alert, but like he is the, he is the dirty cop, but then he's not the dirty cop because every other cop is dirty. Yeah. Which they didn't even really get into. It's just like, Until the last 10 minutes of the film, <laughs> which is a great time to bring in new information. <laughs> it was just insane. He, uh, also when they started with like, uh, his relationship with Robin and I didn't know, like, I didn't, at that point, I didn't know that she was in high school. I didn't know if this yeah, was, I like, didn't either. his detective. Like, she was also a detective. I didn't know her age. I just couldn't pick up on it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he got her a bike, and they're, like, just, like, chilling. And I'm like, is this romantic, or is it? And then when I find out that she's, like, a sophomore in high school, I was like, this just got way creepier. Yeah. Like, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, you just got, like, way creepier because of the fact that it's not just, like, yo, this is some informant. It's like, you are actually getting drugs from her too. So like, you're still keeping her in the game by buying drugs from her. Like, so you're putting her in danger and she's not on official police business. I was going to say, she has no protection. That was like, where I got to the point where I was like, this is also very unofficial. So this is just giving me very like, I don't want to say pedophilic, but like, cause it's, it's not, cause it, cause it wasn't a, there wasn't a sexual no, no. element to it, but it is very weird where it's like, why are you talking to a high school kid like helping her but also trying to prevent her from selling drugs and catching drugs, ki- and, yeah. and catching kids but also letting them go like because that was that was where the weird inconsistency is like the first scene that she's in where she's yeah. like about to sell these kids these drugs like he comes in and saves her and like is but he lets those kids go he lets those kids go they get nothing from it because she sells the drugs he then says, I need some drugs. He's, he's a junkie because, like, there was a point where, like, he was, like, where he first found out that she was gone mm-hmm. is because he was hitting her up constantly being like, yo, I need a re-up. Yeah. So it's, like, it's just such a weird dynamic. They're riding on the bike together, and it's, like, it's stuff that's, like, it's not sexual, but, like, at the same time, like, I probably wouldn't be riding on the back of a bike with, like, a 15-year-old girl. Like I, In the same way that if, like, I on it, like, 
if you take that age difference and I just met some random what I assume the age difference is probably 15 to 20 years. Like, yeah. Yeah. I whether it was a cop or not, like I would not be riding on somebody's just motorcycle, just randomly yeah. selling drugs. I mean, that's, I yeah. wouldn't be doing any of that anyway, but like, right, yeah, right. <laughs> but like, but if I was, is, yeah. yeah, but if I was like, it, it's just a very particular relationship and it's boundaries are crossed that shouldn't be crossed. Yeah. And you I didn't bike. Like, what are you doing? Right. And also like, even if it was her father, you don't get some 16-year-old kid a motorcycle? Yeah. And, ba- and based on her track record, I'm going to guess that she doesn't have a license. It's just right. There's just so many things uh, with his like relationship and his character. I was like, what? I don't trust you, but like you're not a bad guy, but like you're not a good guy either. Well, like, and he like has this narrative of trying to save his city. city. Yeah. But like... I don't know. Nothing up until like the end of the movie was cohesive with him actually saving the city no, at he was, all. He was he was honestly he just wanted power and and he, he just- was being super <laughs> reckless like with the guy in the like middle of the film where he like goes in like I don't know if they're robbing a bank not robbing a bank but like the oh, guy with the bags yeah 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 well, I think like he, he was robbing a bank uh the I think he was but then he but they he actually he accidentally grabbed the bag that had like the whatever the powder or whatever that was like that's right decoy bag yeah, yeah. and so like I don't know like I mean I I watch a lot of crime stuff so yeah. like you know you you th- you think a lot about like protocol and keeping everybody safe and stuff like that and right. he's taking a drug to go in like. This guy who's has is hopped up on five minutes of superhero drug. Right. Like, you don't do the same drug and then go and catch him. Like, obviously, it worked out, of course, because it's a film. But, like, that would be so against all of the protocols and you would immediately be fired and immediately put, be put in jail. And so it was just, like, one of those things where it's just, like, ah, like. It's just. And then they did the typical. He gets uh he gets his badge and gun taken away like right. in every cop movie. So that happens and then he says, I'm gonna go off script and do it anyway. Again, every single cop movie right. ever. Um and we never like <laughs> he never officially became a cop again. But right. like all of a sudden then he's all of a sudden answering back to his boss yeah, at the and, end of the movie. And like and arresting <laughs> Jamie. Like how do you like you became you're not a cop anymore. We never reinstated you. We never saw the reinstatement, but like then you just go ahead and arrest Jamie in a regular car, sitting in the front of your car, like just casually, and then it just is like And also then when they're going to like the ba- the barge or whatever where the yeah. boat is, yeah. he's like walking up like like a cop is and all this stuff, and I'm just like did we miss a scene? Yeah. I might have fallen asleep briefly. Who yeah, knows right. Right. what's happening? <laughs> so I, many questions. I also feel, I mean, this is also, like I said, I'm not really into like a ton of gore and stuff like that, but I just feel like there was a lot of like gushing blood sounds in yeah. the movie that weren't necessary. Like no. I'm all for a good fight scene. Like yeah. I'm all in it, especially when it's like action and, you know, especially like in superhero movies, like yeah. I love action scenes, obviously, because it's the whole point. But yeah. like, I just felt like they were really drawn out where it was just a lot of like stabbing this and this goes through this and it's slow, but fast. And like, there's like you said with the camera scenes and everything was like moving and crazy and stuff like that. But it's like explode people blowing up. Yeah. Like the girl with the, with the ice. Yeah. She died so slowly where I was like, obviously she's not going to make it. You don't have to draw this out for 45 seconds. Yeah. Right. (laughs) 
15 seconds she's frozen we get it right yeah. she took the wrong pill and like the pill is bad we've learned yeah. that lesson yep and so like that that was really really drawn out for me yeah whereas they could have drawn out you know the storyline given us some back you know context or anything like that something i mean they could have given us something they, it was it was in so many inconsistencies with the powers like so we find out that the pills are bring out basically dna in us that is basically uh yes. is what am i trying to say um what dormant um that's dormant inside of us similar to animals um so i they, they made the parallel that you know if you know again they made that parallel halfway through the movie halfway through the movie, we're in the back half of the movie and they bring this thing up where basically you get a power that's similar to that of an animal um and it just is like the girl who's frozen like what animal frees itself um the guy who took the who, like the head like kingpin who takes the pill and becomes a giant like what animal just can increase its size like i, I don't know it just was so what many what animal can just be on fire can just be yeah <laughs> Just on fire. Yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's, That's it. all it is. It, it, literally, he didn't do anything else. He just turned on fire. So it just is so many things where it's just yeah, is they, like. Yeah, they could have on, <clears throat> almost gone with elements more than yeah. anything and said like it, it, inc- it like it increases the amount of elements in your system that triggers a reaction yeah. with, with, you know, the with the earth or whatever. Yeah. And that would have made more sense. But like, but, you know, then we wouldn't have gotten the great shrimp scene. Yeah. So. <laughs> Gosh, and then we bring it all the way back around to the shrimp scene. Yeah, so it just is like so many different things. Uh, Robin, um, her character, she have you watched any films with her in it? I I don't know I that not. I I don't know that I've okay. ever heard of her as an actress. I I had not. Um, I had not. Um, Ellie has her gallon of water here. It's just I'm sorry. You, if you're if you're watching, you can see it. But if you're listening, it's just really funny. She has this huge gallon of water that she's like it's the size of a small child. Literally, so. literally. <laughs> um. So, uh, but no, it is very funny to see her like trying to sip through it, um, <laughs> while, while being on the mic. Um, Robin, so her rapping, uh, that just random, random aspect of the film. Again, no backstory, no which backstory. drives me nuts. So. I love, like, I, I love backstory. I yeah, love when they sure. tell you where things and attributes come from. Like there's nothing I love more than like, even when they with, with like animation, yeah. I love when they have little tiny details like Pixar is really good at this about like creating these little tiny details that just show you how much goes into making those films where they're like no 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 this character even though their on-screen story starts here yeah have lived a whole life yeah I don't think any of the characters in this film have any backstory there's none i mean pixar does a better job giving backstory to toys than they do than this movie did with actual people exactly um yeah i mean i think that it just kind of shows that there's like writing is writing and directing uh is important like and that sounds like a very simple statement but like i think there's so many people who are doing who are writing and who are directing who don't realize that concept because it does i mean you see a difference like you said i mean just just with pixar or any you know a lot of animated films that are really good um it's not just simple it's not just the animation it's not just it's you know it's not just getting a big name actor and putting in the normal pieces that we see a dirty cop a drug that's uncontrolled a kingpin um uh, a wayward youth that needs guidance like i mean you put these different things in there and you know some comedy and that doesn't that doesn't automatically give you a formula for a great movie yeah it's not just about writing the lines that work for the movie it's about writing lines that give you context as to what experience because at the end of the day like the 
movies are supposed to give you an experience like it takes you out of the life that you're living currently. Yeah. Like it's supposed to make you feel like you're right there in it. And you don't get to know any of these characters. So it's really hard for you to be like, oh, yeah, they're like the fun loving quirky one with a weird backstory you know, whatever. It's like right. there, there wasn't any of that. So it no. was like I don't I didn't you don't. Um, it didn't give you any sort of like attachment to any of the characters no, to where you can see yourself in any of them yeah. or to where you like want to know more about them or any, like no. I will never remember any of their characters because there nope. isn't anything to latch on to. No, I feel like they're, they're named. I didn't remember. I feel like we didn't even hear some of their names. Uh, I would put money on it that if I went back, they didn't even say some of the characters names. Um, I, when she started yeah, like Machine Gun Kelly's, I don't, I don't know his name. Could was. not. I, I honestly, could not tell you any single character. Like I know that's I why I've been talking up, about Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Jamie Foxx because I, I don't remember. Names. Yeah, I don't remember their name. Um, in, I mean anything, any details. Uh, also, when she started rapping, I felt like at the very beginning, I was like, "If this is a musical, I swear." <laughs> and I and I like musicals. Like I actually like I like good musicals. Let me put it like that. Um, so I'm not against musicals. I like theater. But like when she started rapping, I was like, I don't have the patience. If this is about to be her rapping every scene and they're about to try to do some like Hamilton type stuff, I'm out. I was like, this is not that movie. So luckily they didn't. She did rap way more than she should have in this. She's not a bad rapper either. That's the thing is she's not bad. Mm -mm. It just didn't make sense for the for the movie. Um, it just yeah, it was it seemed like something that they needed to. They needed some sort of scene to like make it like tie a bow at the end and yeah. they didn't do that nope. so it was kind of nope. <laughs> odd but like it, it seemed like it was like a last minute addition like it seemed like they filmed that after filming was done <laughs> like, yes yeah like they're just like all right she's gonna rap in these scenes they easily could have just thrown that in there uh the teacher the scene with her in school where the teacher the teacher pissed me off i wanted to punch the teacher in the face who, yeah like, absolutely her out. um and that just would not happen in real life um where like a teacher just I mean well I, there probably are some teachers who have let off some wild stuff in class and says some like disrespectful okay, stuff. Okay, but, but also like, I feel like in every single context that I've ever been in a classroom, which I've been in plenty of classrooms in my sure, life, yeah. it's always if someone's on their phone, two things happen. Either they get called out and they get really embarrassed. Yeah. They get or three things happen. They called out, they don't care because they're that kid who's just always going to be on their phone anyway. Right. Or the teacher will literally not even acknowledge that they're on their phone and they will walk by and take the phone away and yeah. put it somewhere and continue teaching because it's a classroom and they have 90 minutes to get a class done. Exactly. Like it is not this thing where he's like, yeah, if you can stand up and rap for me right now, like, what? okay, bro. <laughs> like, all right. Like, and that's what I was like. Is this in high be? school? Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> also, they're in high school, but they're learning about very intricate stuff. Yeah, I just was like, what are Like, we what happens in the womb when you take... I mean, I guess maybe that's health, but, like, this yeah. seemed like a very advanced it version see, of that. It seemed advanced, and it just was like, what are, what are we... And it's like inner city New Orleans school. Like, they're right. not... Like, come on. She learned about that sophomore year. Like, right. So it just was... It just didn't line up. And then, like, her... You know, her rapping scene, she did have a line. She did have a bar that I was like, okay, that was actually kind of hard. I, I didn't want it. I didn't want it. Like, I was sitting here, and I was like, all right, this is whacking. I was like, okay, that was good. It was like... <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it down. It was uh, I'm not I'm not on a roll, but I'm on a roll like I'm lit. And I was like, okay, I was a bar. No, uh, I like <laughs> I was I was hoping that that's the scene that or that's the line that you were talking about because I when she said that I I literally went back and did the yeah. whole like ten second yeah. back thing and I was like, wait, hold on, yeah, right. like wait, wait, say it again, like yeah, you know, which yeah, but again, you're right. I think that it was like it it was just it was an added quality that didn't have anything to do with the rest no. of the film. So it. 
it almost took away from the fact that it was like an okay yeah. rap. It like, was just cringe. Like the, the when they were at the vet and she was doing it, oh, and he was like, man. "Give me a word." Like I was like, "This is." I, I was literally. It was, it was very no shade because it was actually I actually really it was like a guilty pleasure movie for me, but yeah. um, the acapella movie. Whatever you call it. Pitch Perfect. It was oh, yeah. very Pitch Perfect-y for oh, I, me. Oh, you don't have to say guilty. I love all three Pitch Perfect. Oh, okay, yeah. great. Then <laughs> yeah. we have so much in yeah. common already. Yeah. No, but like it was very Pitch Perfect-y for me. It where was. It was like add a word. It was like it was like the riff off. Yeah, the riff, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it really was. It was the riff off. It was like really you're just going to be adding words. Like, Gosh. And I know that people can do that in real life and it's and it is really cool when people can do it in real life. Yeah. But it was just I feel like when it's done in movies, it it's so like forced. obviously it's so planned, bro. Like, right, I'm, yeah, like, yeah. It's lying in a movie. Like, <laughs> Like we're not like oh shoot she can act like yeah. okay she didn't really freestyle that but yeah yeah it, like uh, asymmetrical like oh okay oh, yeah. like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever exactly. but he threw what? in some big word something and it was just it was yeah it was so asymptomatic cringe. I think asymptomatic, is the word that's exactly what it was and I was like <laughs> stop it um it just wasn't like I said it wasn't bad but it just was like it just didn't co it wasn't cohesive I felt like I was watching uh like Diddy's like making the band like I was like well this is not this is just so it was just weird um yeah and at the end um they tried to or I guess I'll talk about that but um there were just so many points too where it just didn't make sense that also the pill so yeah so let's talk about the main thing of the film which yes the pill's backstory yeah so um so like (laughs) first of all it took too long for us to get additional information about it we, there was just this pill. I don't I don't even we know that really we know. ever really got enough information about it. We were in the back half of the movie we till we got really any information. We still don't really know what the villains intend to do with the pill. The big exchange there with the like female drug lord. She took the pills, left. We never saw them again. We don't know what she planned to do with all those pills. Um, we don't know. Um, they didn't. They alluded to the fact that Jamie's daughter was the key to creating like the right formula. We don't know why. We don't know if the right formula was created. Um, we just, I mean, there was just so many things that we don't know. Um, and, also, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, no, 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 you go ahead. No, you go ahead, you go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, there's a scene in, not even the back half, but the back fourth, back fifth yeah, of the yeah. movie, where when they're trying to escape the the big boat that they're on, yeah. When Robin and Jamie Foxx's daughter are like running away and you can tell she's getting weaker. Yeah. But then they don't really, there's no, and there's a part where she's healing Jamie Foxx. Yeah. But like, there's like, there's no side effects that happen after that where she's then depleted and then she's like maybe dying and then someone else needs to give her a pill to like, like, you know what I mean? Like it was. Nope. At least unless I like just was distracted, but it was just like, no, she, she was getting weaker. She yeah. like passed these plants. Yeah. And she's like kind of that limp, like yeah. weak walk. And, and the, the plant come alive, like, yeah. perks up and then they make it out. And then she like is healing him and stuff like that. And I was right. like, are you, are you dying if you're not in the lab? I just, the, yeah. Is there a story here? No. Cool. No. Yeah. Cool. Check that box. Cool. 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 <laughs> head on out like it was just so like it was, yeah it, it like it was like a cliff and then you get to the cliff and you stop and there's just nothing under you and you don't know if it's that there's actually nothing like it was just oh it was, it was just it was brutal it was uh it was weird that like, was all just, i needed to say it was, it was just like it was like yeah. her like i where i thought the movie was gonna go with right. it was that in order to 
create the pills, they needed like her like cells from her DNA. Yeah, that's all that's I, thought I thought that too, it was yeah. gonna be. But they and maybe that was, and we were just supposed to like assume. Yeah. But it wasn't like she was like hooked up to all these machines. Nope. She had like these like scars and patches and stuff. Yeah, but then you have to develop that more because we know that based on the quick story he gave that wasn't very concise, <laughs> um, she has powers because they tested the pill on him. <clears throat> and then he had a daughter who then naturally had powers. Yeah. So the pills were created prior to her, but they need her to create pills. So I'm like, what yeah. is like. So maybe, yeah. So like, I think maybe where they were trying to go with it was that they had created a pill that was like not stable stable enough yeah. thank you but so they needed her someone who already has natural powers yeah to like sustain have it be sustainable so maybe it doesn't it lasts longer than five minutes i yeah, don't know what's I, the i don't know they again it they was just like us. they could have gone in us. so many directions and instead they went with no direction yeah which is a choice that they made yeah that, <laughs> i don't know if it was consciously or they ran out of time uh it, yeah it just it just didn't make sense i feel like they also there's a point where they they were testing the drug on obviously they're just testing on the street but then they wanted to do an example of the drug when they were like down in that bar or whatever do yeah. they drink and they got the like drugged up girl that was like the guy's date or whatever like some just a party girl it looked like yeah um and they tricked her right to take this pill and like put her in this containment or whatever so and they like lights were like, oh no, you're good. Like you're inside here. Like, you're in a safe environment. Yeah, like the CIA has this. You're fine. I don't know why they needed to lie because there were so many willing participants on the street who wanted to take it. Why would you try to trick this girl into taking the drug when there's plenty of people who were just willing to just take it on the street? Any anyway, like, again, like literally <clears> like <throat> killing for it. Like yeah. it's it's yeah so yeah. Why, that didn't why make any sense? You could have literally grabbed any teen on the street that was. Had already taken it. Who had already taken it. And, it. and it had worked. So why would you grab someone who has never taken it to see how it works when you can grab someone who you know is going to work? So again, if it was their first time doing a human subject, makes sense. Go get someone who trick them, lie to them. If they die, it's all good. Yeah. But why go get something like for a product that you know works? It's already being distributed. It's already being distributed. Yeah. You already know it works. Just get someone who, it, it, that didn't make sense. And then also, um, it's a weird thing because I feel like, the risks of the drug and, and some may argue, I would argue that this is the case for every drug, even in real life. But I feel like the risks of the drug vastly outweigh the benefits. Um, but for this drug specifically, like best case scenario. So best case scenario for the drug is you get it, you get power for five minutes. You, you get, get a it, good power for five minutes. You get minutes. a really dope power for five minutes. You get addicted. And then eventually it overwhelms your body once you take, once you take it for too long. That's best case scenario. So best case scenario. Well, no. Well, no. Because if you think about Jamie Foxx, like he's not addicted. Oh, yeah, he's not. You're right. You're right. He didn't get addicted. So best case scenario is you take it and then you have a daughter who has powers. Yeah. But like. Oh, well, the, Jamie Foxx, he can't take it without dying. Without using too much. Oh, you're right. So he can't take it without dying. So if you have a power that's like too overwhelming. Okay, so fair. But like, yeah, best case fair. scenario. But I mean, even if you want to take Gordon it on Levin a die, very guess, yeah. basic level. Yeah. You best case scenario is that you take the pill and you get five minutes of a power. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, that's not even... It's not that dope, yeah. Because the 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 worst case scenario for that exact same pill is that you die. Is that you explode, And, yeah. like, I'll be honest with you, like, even if 
like I, I feel like the the smaller version of that is like an energy drink that could make you feel super nauseous yeah. or it could give you energy for the next five minutes. I wouldn't take that energy drink. No, right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really about it. Like, yeah, I'm just I'm five minutes, really, like, really not about like, I don't need five minutes of energy. I'm going to just yeah. eat some food. I'm going to have an apple, yeah. which I don't know if you know this, but for people who don't drink coffee, they say that eating an apple in the morning gives you just as much really energy. Yeah. I did not know that. I mean, I do. I have apples as well. I do eat a lot of apples, um, but I did not know. Yeah. That. They say that like a, a good alternative is like eating an apple in the morning, which a lot of people don't like food in the morning and they like to just have coffee. So a yeah. lot of people can't you know do that but anyways yeah. but like that's hmm. the, that's the way that i think about it is like five minutes of energy versus like nausea if that's the side effect i don't want it no yeah i'm with you like it, uh, yeah it just didn't um that it just didn't make sense for what you got from the pill um and what you're able to do the amount of time uh it just was again yeah like five minutes is just it's nothing yeah like it just like it's no, not worth it yeah it's not worth it at all um so yeah, I mean that part just it just really didn't the, the trade off didn't make sense to me. I'm a huge like risk reward person in general, so like that just I use that a lot, but um to try to like rationalize things, but that just didn't make sense. Um, they tried to make you know kind of get into the ending. They they tried to make the analogy I saw towards the end that like and based on the dialogue at the end, um <laughs> where <laughs> where Jamie's like basically like you know. Um, there's gifts and talents that we all have inside of us that we just have to tap into. Um, and then that was like naturally, kind of, yeah. yeah, naturally. And that was kind of like the, the analogy they're trying to make with like the, the pill bringing out these things that were dormant in you, um, and allowing you to use these powers of humans have these abilities that we have, they were just don't use them. So like they tried to do that and then tried to make the analogy with this girl's rapping, like, Hey, use what you're good at, use what you're naturally good at and let it come out. And it just was like so sloppy at the end, it was like, don't try to force this, like, greater, like, yeah. um, message or, like, even it got kind of, like, social justice weirdly throughout the movie. And it was like, I'm a huge advocate for having different, like, for movies reflecting social issues going on in real life. Like, I think that's cool. A lot of movies do that. Um and it can be really well done. It can be really well done, but I think if you're going to do it, you have to do it really well. Like you can't, don't just throw it in there, yeah. make a point and do it tastefully and do it in a way where it resonates. Don't just get like, don't create a movie and then go back and do what they did where it's like, all right, we're going to go back and we're just going to insert like, okay, this is going on in the world right now. Let's insert some stuff like that. Totally. And it's like, no, cause now it seems forced. Now it seems campy and kind of corny. Whereas yeah, like, now it seems like you had some scenes and you're like, well, what could we draw this to? Which is exactly. just, it, yeah, it was, it was a really, it was a really thin string that they tried to tie onto it. Yeah. So I just, I wasn't a fan of that. Um, so yeah, I don't, you know, all in all, it, you know, it was, uh, <laughs> Netflix has come a long way. Positives first, I guess. Netflix has come a long <laughs> way getting A-list celebs. Like I said earlier, um, these actors particularly should be ashamed of themselves. Uh, Jamie Foxx and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Um, I, you know, for taking these roles, I'm going to assume that Netflix, again, with the with the bigger budgets coming in, um, probably paid them a lot more than what they should have for this type of movie to get these big names. Uh, again, I'm just going to assume that's what they did, especially since Jamie Foxx or Joseph Gordon-Levin didn't have any writing or directing say if they were executive producers or things like that then i would be like okay maybe this is like all right i'm gonna go ahead and get this movie off and this is gonna be like kind of a creative project yeah because it's not the case i'm gonna assume that netflix probably just gave them a, a lot of money um same thing like with will to do bright i think they gave i can't remember what the number was but i think they gave him a ton of money and they paid for this whole world tour or whatever right. so again you say all right i'll take that role then yeah um 
so yeah so uh a lot of unanswered questions plot holes um movie had no business being two hours long no business at all that was um, astounding to me that was that i, I felt disrespected s- that they made it two hours long and <laughs> i like i said like i'm not a movie watcher yeah i at the end of the movie i was like there was just there was at least 20 minutes of action that they could have cut like cut easily. down easily or you could have just cut those and then added 20 minutes of filling the plot holes that they just dug so deep yeah like i i was so confused his flashbacks to his daughter that like never <laughs> yeah and like trauma and like seeing his daughter and robin but like i don't know like even like i don't know it was kind of one of those things where any one of the main characters which i would uh, you could argue were pretty much just joseph gord levitt robin and jamie fox yeah but like you could have taken any one of those characters out of the film and you could probably still make the same movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so just, it was just, it was, it was so long for yeah. nothing to happen. Yeah. It was rough. It was rough stuff. Uh, so what would you rank it on a scale of one to 10? Oof. Honestly, probably like a, two or a three i gave it a two so okay. we're on the same page yeah this is the lowest ranked movie i've ever given uh it was it and was i'm pretty rough. so glad that i've watched it yeah because i feel like i feel like it's it's good to watch bad movies too it is yeah like it's a really good experience to know what you like and what you don't like right because you can't just like every movie you know no. what i mean yeah. but like i just i really really couldn't pull out a uh, a 100% positive about anything about this film. No, it was, it was a rough watch. Like casting, writing, editing, lighting, even. Yeah. Like- anything. I mean, there's, yeah. Lighting the the way they like showcase new Orleans, everything was just like so dark and like yeah. dingy looking and just, yeah, it just didn't, it didn't do new Orleans justice. Even, even if it was, you know, if it was even filmed there or if it was just, right. I don't even know where it was actually filmed. Um, so yeah, definitely would not suggest you to watch this. Definitely yeah. find something else to watch <laughs> on Netflix if you're trying to find something. Um, suggested movie or show um, before we go. Anything that you've watched during quarantine um, that you're like, oh, that was pretty good that you would suggest people to check out? Mm. Um, Maybe. I don't know if this is actually a suggestion or not, but I watched Quantico. Okay, I gotcha. meant to watch it when it like was actually airing. Yeah. Um, and I finally got around to it because I had the time. I'm glad that I watched it. I don't know that I enjoyed <laughs> it. It's it. a really, it's a, there's, it's a hard to follow show. It yeah. gets very, I don't know if you've seen it, but. I, I watched the very first, I want to say episode or two. My roommate in college was really big on Quantico and. <laughs> And he, I just forgot about that until literally you just said, I forgot all about that show. <laughs> and he was really big. I used to watch, um, I used to be really big on Scandal. And I, I okay. fell off on Scandal because it just got, every uh, Shonda Rhimes show just kind of gets ridiculous after a certain amount of seasons. Mm-hmm. Most shows do. It's hard, to, it's hard to end a show. But Scandal, I got, I fell off after a while. Uh, how to get away with murder i was obsessed with in college and then i fell off of that too but i um, tried to i tried to watch how to get away with murder and i watched like five episodes and i just couldn't quite get into get it, it. Yeah. yeah i was upset i was like this is the best show on tv <laughs> like i was that guy like every week watching like i was obsessed with how to get away first like three they killed one of my they killed one of my favorite people mm-hmm. and i was like i felt like i had lost like an actual person in real life and i was like i stopped watching i was I like that. i will i will boycott shows if they do something i don't I like i feel that 
Uh, so that's what happened there. But yeah, Quantico. Uh, yeah, my roommate loved it, so I got. What you know? What the other show? Oh God, I'm, I'm annoyed that I'm forgetting the name of it right now. But it came out. It's on Netflix. It has, and I'm forgetting his name too. It's about the guy. They like move to a lake, um, and he's de- dealing with drug dealers and killers. And it's it's like not. Is Chicago. it really popular? Yeah, it's like not. It's not in Chicago, but it's like outside of Chicago or Detroit or Ohio or something. So it's Midwest. It yeah, it's oh, like no. Midwest. Oh you my god. Okay, I'm gonna look it up because it's because oh, it, it is really good. Oh, is it Jason Bateman? Yes. Yeah, you're talking about. I don't remember the name, but yeah, that that was really. Po- I haven't seen it, but they just had season three come out. Um, yes. Everyone in my house was watching it during quarantine back in Michigan. I went back for a little bit, and they were all like watching it. Uh, I do have to watch that though. Um, it's gonna bother me. Yeah, look, look it up. I know exactly what you're talking about. Mine is The Morning Show. So, uh, Apple Plus. I have been wanting to watch that, but I haven't amazing. gotten into it. Is it? It's probably the best show I've watched during quarantine. Okay. Uh, it, it came out pre It came out last year, I think. But um, it's amazing. It's about um, it's Steve Carell, Jen Franston, Reese Witherspoon in it, about sexual scandal at a news station. That's all I'll say about it. But it's... Uh, it's one. I mean, it won a ton of awards, rightfully so. I also love Jennifer Aniston. She's like one of my favorite. Like I, I love every every person I just name. I love them a lot. Uh, but yeah, Jennifer Aniston is. She's is, just she's beautiful, great. and I love her. She's great. She did a great job. In the, all of those people did a great job in the show. But yeah, she did. She did amazing, and it was a. Uh, it was good. It definitely is. It's a really good show. Um, and I can't wait for season two. I'm excited. So. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. Anything yeah. else you want to add, Ellie? Um, uh, the show that I, uh, that what I was, was mentioning Ozark. Ozark. That's what I knew. The Ozarks is what I was trying to think of. And I was like, it, cause that's the, that's like where they are is in gotcha. the Ozarks. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a good, it's, it's good. It, I'm, it's not my type of, it's not my usual type of show. And yeah. I, um, it has good, <laughs> no, there are scary scenes where I'm just like, wow, it's, it's like intense though. It's yeah. not like, it's not like scary pop out. Like. Yeah, you know, but it's um, it's just it's an interesting interesting dynamics in it, which is really really cool. Yeah, but um, but yeah, and they and I think that they have a pretty good cast as well. Yeah. Jason Bateman was I was a little bit like because eh, he you know he can be kind of wonky, right? He can be kind of that quirky like character, but he he did a really really good job. So yeah. okay, I gotta yeah. check that out. But yeah, um, well thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks Appreciate for having it. me. Yeah, I've, for sure, for this sure. This has been so much fun. Good, I want right. to do this every week. Right? <laughs> I'm glad you came on. Um, For everyone who's listening, thanks for listening. And until next week, peace.